You can do everything from home, listen to the Weekend Legends catch-up podcast and get drinks for the big game. Order now and have them at your door before the final siren. Dan Murphy's delivery in two hours. So what do you got cooking this weekend, huh? Put your head between your legs in the brace position and get ready for another week of bats hitting balls. Balls through nets and off rackets with coaches blowing up and referees entering the witness protection program. Sit back, relax and enjoy what Triple M modestly calls the Weekend Legends. Good morning. It's great to be with you and with you, Andrew Rose. Oh, thank you, Chris Gale. Very kind. It's finals time, baby. Oh, how does it feel? Footy at its best. Last night at the old girl, the SCG, the Sydney Roosters 30 defeated the South Sydney Rabbitohs 6 in front of over 30,000 people. Defeated? I think the word is mauled, Chris Gale. Eviscerated. Yeah. Now, what a weekend of sport we've got coming up. Now, for you, Rose, I imagine you've got two days of NRL, Boomers, Ashes, Swifts and GWS oh, on the couch. Wow. Curtains drawn in the dark. That's 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 all I'm doing. And uh, coming up as well, we're going to look about the fan poll that came out this week. On Weekend Legends, we love the fan poll. And this is a chance for all you guys to give us your opinion. It is the Weekend Legends here to take you through till 12 o'clock. But next, a sense of deja vu as mm. the Book of Feuds wrote another chapter last night. But the Rabbitohs forgot to bring a pen. <laughs> We're going to talk about that next. It's the Weekend Legends on Sydney's Triple M. Put your feet up on the dash, recline the seat, and let these guys take the wheel, metaphorically. Obviously. Triple M's Weekend Legends. With Chris and Rose to start your Saturday morning, and guys, last night kicked off with a bang as the Roosters proved too good all over the park against the Rabbitohs winning 30-6, to Chris. You're so correct, Lachlan, and it is NRL Finals time. Oh, How good is it to have footy back? Hallelujah. And it started last night with the Roosters mauling the Rabbits. And this is probably the play of the game. And back it comes. Little change of direction. Carey to Desco. It comes out across now to Warburton. Oh, what a beautiful Roosters try. What a beautiful passage of play. What a try to the Sydney Roosters. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Great call there from Triple M's Anthony Maroon, but it must be killing him because he is a dyed-in-the-wool Rabbits fan. That's true. He's a diehard Rabbits fan. What a professional. I'd just be like, and uh, the Roosters score again. Yeah, tremendous application <laughs> of the job. Now, thumping win for the Roosters, but it can't all be good news for the Tricolours, Rose. There has to be a few problems for them. Oh, I mean, what, what is rugby league without Roosters embroiled in trouble? Okay, so Luke Keary's got an ankle issue. Uh, Boyd Cordner limped off with a quad strain and just tried to keep it warm on the bike, but didn't return in the second half. I hear he's all right, though. I hear he's going to be fine. You've spoken to him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I texted him. You know, we're not we're not talking. but Now, I was out there sitting with a bunch of Roosters fans, and Jarrell Warrior Hargraves was on the bench yeah. with about... You know, t- 20 minutes to go, and they are pleading for Coach Robinson not to put him back in. Right. 72nd minute, he's on a tripping charge. <laughs> this, because of priors, is going to be like the Sam Burgess incident. If he's convicted of the trip, mm. it's not a fine. He's actually graded up, and he will miss a week, so he'll miss the game in two weeks' time. Oh, so he would only be able to play the final. If, if they, the grand final, if they make it. If they make I tell you, they keep playing like that. They'll make it very easily. Yeah. 60% of the ball last night was more than enough as the Roosters just kicked it up a notch and the Rabbits couldn't go with them, could they? Not at all. I mean, it, like, it was tough for me last night because we had Australia playing in the FIBA Basketball World Cup and this game on at the same time. And it was actually surprisingly easier to watch than I thought because... Roosters were just on top within the first three minutes. I was sitting there uh, watching a mate's iPad, the Boomers game. I missed the first half. Apparently, the Roosters were good, though. Yeah. (laughs) So you're sitting at the SCG with an iPad watching the basketball. Correct. Classic Chris Gale. Classic Chris Gale. Andrew Voss came up with a bit of interesting trivia. The Roosters have won all three first halves against the Rabbits this year, and the Rabbits have won all three second halves. But at the end on the scoreboard, what counted was the Roosters are through. South go into next week's round. 
In terms of the halves, Kronk and Kiri annihilated Reynolds and Walker, I'm afraid to say it. Like embarrassed them. Yeah, Triple M's MG said Kiri is playing like a pit bull. <laughs> okay, but pit bull was really good at footy. Tenacious, <laughs> yeah, tenacious and dangerous. So, well, I, I know a friend who's got a pit bull who's got a terrific little offloader. Yeah, yeah, he's got a great flick pass. Uh, i got to ask you about this Rabbits team. I mean, okay, the Roosters are heading towards another game to get in the grand final. We could see back-to-backs here. Yep. The Rabbits now have to play the winner of Manly Cronulla, that knockout game. Okay. Are they Dunsky? No. Are we putting a fork in the rabbit's here? Because that is a mauling last night. No, my view is, is, and I think everybody's been reflecting on this for a long time now, it feels like the Roosters and the Storm are in a different uh, level. Know, yeah, different level. Yeah, so absolutely. I think the Rabbits could uh, definitely win next week. Keep in mind they bring back Sam Burgess next week as well. True. Yeah. What I love is our fans, and we had some Rabbits fans behind us, good guys, <laughs> believe it or not. In the 64th minute when Anna Reynolds finally scored a try for the Rabbits, guy behind me yells, the comeback starts here, yeah, baby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it finished there. <laughs> now, the quote of the night has to come from Trent Robinson, the Roosters coach. Yeah. He said, uh, I really enjoy it, but we're not done. It was only 30 to 6. <laughs> You're happy, and then you go, hang on, I thought we could have had 50 nil there. Why didn't we have 50 nil? I know that sounds a bit greedy, but I think that is the truth. Look, the Roosters are firing on all cylinders, and don't forget, they've been doing this for almost two months now, just decimating teams. So to me, it's whoever can, like you said, stop the Roosters or the Storm on that other level. I agree. And listen, Trent Robinson, rugby league coaches, they're never happy. Can you just enjoy this one? Cheer up, champ. The finals are underway. We can't wait for the rest of the round. But up next, we want to talk about the notion that not all that happens on the field stays on the field. True that. We're going to break that down next. It's the Weekend Legends on Sydney's Triple M. Like helping a weekend to the plums. Lamb's Weekend Legends. With Chris and Rose. And this week, guys, Hudson Young received an eight-week suspension for an eye gouge. And there's been a lot of fallout from the verdict, Chris. It's his second eye-gouging offence this season, mm. Lachlan. Uh, to set the scene, let's hear what Coach Ricky Stewart had to say about the incident. Where he had his hand was stupid. And if there's a grading for stupidity, that's what it is. Was it a facial? Yeah, probably a facial. But he accidentally had his hand caught on his face, face after he went in at the ball the second time. He didn't find the ball, and then all of a sudden, and this is Hudson's words, he had his hand on his face, and he ripped it out of there, knowingly that he'd been in trouble before. Mm, tricky Ricky there. Uh, two things. Firstly, I am not comfortable hearing Sticky Stewart talk about facials. And secondly, <laughs> that is the most guilty statement. He sounds so guilty the way Tricky just described that. Well, you think it wasn't looking too good for young Hudson, or the kid, as Ricky likes to refer to him. Mm. I mean, he's worried about the kid. He's worried about the kid's mother. Yeah. And he's been passionate in his defence of the kid. Right. Does, the kid does the kid have kids? <laughs> yeah, well, eventually, I yeah, imagine. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, Ricky's been furious with the media. But what really actually has got me interested is what actually happened at the hearing. So the offence or the alleged gouge, which has now been proven, was on a warrior player, Adam Pompey. Right. And Pompey gave evidence via video link from Auckland. Oh, have, have you got his statement here? I, ha- I have the transcript okay, here. here his go. counsel, Nick Gabar, said, was there pressure on your eyes? Pompey, no. Okay. Did you have any pain in your eyes? Nup. Mm-hmm. Did you feel any fingers in your eye? Nup. I didn't feel anything. I felt people on me. And then the NRL counsel, Peter McGrath, said, do you live by the time-honoured player theory of what happens on the field stays on the field? Mm-hmm. And he went, yep. Oh, well, he's guilty then. Right. <laughs> Confirmed liar. <laughs> so this is apparently what happened. Because he said that, Yeah. the uh, chair of the judiciary, Bellew, sort of basically directed the members of the panel to ignore his evidence. So basically... Oh, what? The, wow. the, that principle because he believes in it, meant that he was lying. Wait, I was only joking. They actually no. ignored 
all he, his evidence. Sta- that's, just, that's the seems to be the apparent outcome. Because of they it. asked him what happens on the field, stays on the yeah. field, and he said yes. Yes. That suddenly means that he's lying about every other question he was just asked. That's so unfair. Yeah. So. Hudson Young says I didn't do it. The guy he's alleged to have done it on said he didn't do it, but simply because he abides by that principle. And it makes me want to think a little bit harder about this idea, Rose. Right. So I think it's pretty clear that if there's a maybe a slur about your race or your sexuality, yes. you're able to raise that off the field despite that principle. Whereas yeah. if someone just calls you a nasty word, what happens on the field stays on the yeah, field. Yeah, I think what, what happens on the field stays on the field is, is an example of what happens in the game stays in the game, right? So if you have a big hit, the context of the game. Yes, the context of the game. If I'm in a uh, if I'm in a, a rugby league game and someone annoys me and I shiv them, I'm not allowed to get away with stabbing someone because what happens on the field stays on the field. Yeah, it's like an episode of Underbelly. You you <laughs> you, you, you report, you stretch it off shot, yeah. and you go, "What happened?" I don't know. Didn't see it. Didn't these, feel it. What are these pigs doing courtside? Yeah, it, I I just think. You've got to be reasonable by saying what happens on the field stays in the field. But if someone's going to eye gouge or say, like you said, something racist or sexist, then that that breaks the law of the unspoken rule. Doesn't apply. How how bad is it now for Pompey? Apparently, the kid tried to get a car loan this week. They, they don't trust him. They right? don't trust him anymore. <laughs> what happens in this car stays in this car. And rugby league is famous for expressions that don't mean what they say. Oh, of course, right. When there's an end-of-season review that doesn't involve the coach, hello, Mary McGregor. Mm-hmm. I don't think Mary McGregor's coaching the Dragons next no, year. No, no, no. <laughs> Uh, when the players say we had an honesty session behind closed doors, Ugh. they basically went the knuckle. Right? <laughs> and when an individual is asked, what do you think of that player? He goes, we're sweet, mate. I mean, he hates him like poison. Like they just want each other to not exist. <laughs> so I think this outcome is outrageous. It's outrageous for Hunts and Young. Yep. It's outrageous for Adam Pompey, and it's outrageous for the game. I agree. Do you think he gouged him? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> What stays on the field, what happens on the field, doesn't necessarily stay on the field, proven this week. But up next, the Boomers were eliminated from the World Cup, and there's some questions to be asked, as well as Bogut having some controversial things to say. We'll talk about that next, Weekend Legend. A show that combines our two great loves, The Weekend and Working Half-Arsed. Triple M's Weekend Legends. With Chris and Rose to start your Saturday morning, and guys, the Boomers eliminated last night at the hands of Spain, 95-86 to in double overtime. And then later last night, Argentina 80 beat France 66, which means that the Boomers take on France 6 p.m. Sunday night for a third-place playoff. Chris, something we've never done before. This is true, Lachlan. We've never won an international medal in the men's senior team at either the World Cup, as they now refer to it, or the Olympics. Mm. The dream is still alive, and I believe, Rose. No, I believe. I'm really sad, Chris. Oh, come on. I don't know if I can do this anymore. I tell you, the Boomers... Looked angry at the end, and France looked demoralised against Argentina. I'd rather anger take me into a medal game than demoralisation. Okay, look, I understand that we've never won a medal. I don't think we, I think the highest we've ever come is fifth, right? So we, we're already breaking new territory. In fifth the of the Cup. World Cup, we've come fourth four times in the Olympics. Yeah, right. So this is our chance to get our first medal in any of this stuff. We've talked for weeks here on the Weekend Legends about how important basketball is to us, and the fact that the Boomers are doing something they've never done before, man. We were this close. We were this close to making a grand final and possibly becoming the champions of the world in basketball. And last night was really tough because it wasn't, okay, we've lost the game. It's tie game. We're up by 11, tie game at the end, overtime, double overtime, and then Spain beat us. I was not happy last night. You sound like France right now. You I, sound demoralized. And you might have to help me a bit here because it was pretty crazy for me. I was out at the SCG yeah. and we were watching the game on Professor Dave Taylor, the author of the Rugby League Dictionary's iPad. Oh, nice. And it was a nice moment. It brought Roosters and South fans together in a way they never have been. <laughs> Disliking all, Spain. All screaming at a small screen that was nested on my lap. Man, 
dude, I, I, I know people hate it when, when a guy who supports a team and they lose jumps on the refs. But man, some of the calls last night, like, uh, did you see that guy for Spain who used Matthew Delavadova's lower back to get up with his knee? Yeah, Claver, sh- love shove, it. Yeah, Claver shoves his knee right in his back. No call, right? We so much as sneeze on a Spain player, and there's fouls called. <laughs> Claver stepped on Delavadova's clavicle. <laughs> now, look, I don't want to get too technical here, but it looked to me like one of the big calls, and this is where the controversy is now raging, is that on a failed Spanish shot attempt to tie the game, mm. Bogut was called for the box out on. Uh, Marcus Ol, who is just a beast. What a yeah, he world was champion amazing. now in the NBA. What a great play. Yep. Now, what happened in that call? Well, uh, they're all jostling to get the rebound. There's, what, eight seconds to go in the game? And now Whistle comes out of nowhere. Hello, these refs calling fouls again. And they call Andrew Bogut a foul on Andrew Bogut. All he's doing is trying to get to the ball like the other five people under the ring. It was a really unreasonable call. But here's the controversial thing. Yep. When the call, when the foul was called, Bogut walked back to the other Boomer's teammates and did a hand, you know that hand signal for money? Yeah, right. You know, rub your fingers together? The whole team did that. And I caught that like... What are they doing here? Okay, so I think this actually happened just towards the end of regulation time. Yep. And there is audio, uh, and Bogut could be in really hot water here. He said, Google where the headquarters of Michael Lucking Fever is. <laughs> Michael Lucking Disgrace. <laughs> There's also audio um, referring to the cheating ass mother, Michael Luckers. <laughs> so I guess the inference is that he, they're sort of suggesting that Fieber prefers a European victory. He, he's saying Google where Fieber is because the whole thing is corrupt. He's angry that he lost yeah. and stuff, right? That worries me, though. The best way to not be affected by the referees is to be up by 10 with five seconds to go. They mm. weren't. Yeah. And it does speak to where their heads were at. I hope they can channel that anger and take us to International World Club Bronze Medal Glory, Rose. You flipped me, Chris. I'm feeling better. I think we can win a bronze. Let's go, the Boomers. Go, you, Boomers. Still a lot to be done, but congrats to the Boomers for accomplishing a first in Australian basketball. Absolutely. We've got our second tackle set coming up later this hour. Your chance to win a Sherlock Wilbur and a Bunnings voucher. But up next, the Daily Telegraph released their fan poll this week, and Chris wants to highlight some of the results. That's next. Not sure if it's the show you'd give 10 out of 10, but these guys do high-five each other a lot. The high-fives! Triple M's Weekend Legends. It's the Weekend Legends on Triple M. The fan poll came out this week thanks to the Daily Telegraph, Chris. Uh, what caught your eye? Well, it all caught my eye, Lachlan, because, Rose, this is one of the things we really look forward to because we hear what the fans think. We are the fan forum here at Triple M, and when the fan poll comes out, it's like our end-of-year awards for us. <laughs> Did you fill in the survey? No. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, a couple of the interesting results. Best player, it was basically a two-horse race. 39% Teddy Tedesco, Cameron Smith, 28%. Really? Third was Winks. <laughs> One of the really, Tedesco deserves it, by the way. Yeah, all the expansion relocation talk was interesting. Like, f- more than 40% of the fans want to keep it at 16 teams. Okay. Almost 40% of the fans wanted it at 18 teams, so that's the debate. But- I'm, I'm down for more. But virtually most of the fans expect to be some form of relocation or expansion in the next five years. Right. Okay. Yeah, well, we talked about this last week. I think it's happening. If you want to go to a game, the favorite time slot for fans is 7.50pm on a Friday night. Yeah, Interestingly. right. Uh, Broncos fans mainly, right? Yeah, that's, that's exactly right, because yeah. it's a Queensland-New South Wales poll. They just own Friday nights, don't they? Worst time slot, unsurprisingly, Thursday <laughs> on a 7.50pm night. I like a Thursday night game, though. I'm all about it. All right. Sorry, I got so really high-pitched there. That means I'm being serious. <laughs> all right. If, 
If you haven't filled in the survey, I'm going to hit you with a couple of questions hit and see, see whether you are a man of the people okay. because I've never met anyone who thinks that you are that. I am so detached from the world. Person. What's your favourite venue to watch footy at in Sydney? Oh, that's easy. Belmore, the, ho- the home of rugby league. Yeah, 2% Belmore. Uh, <laughs> 46% Bankwest Stadium. Oh, that's just because it's new, though. Yeah, with that's the a- ANZ 14. Lachlan, you're a bank- you like Bankwest, don't you? It's all brand new and shiny. Yeah, exactly. How didn't you like it? He likes new things. Yeah, win and jubilee, you know, 3%, 3%. <laughs> which coach, other than your current coach, which is Dean Pay of the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs, mm-hmm. would you least like to coach your team? Uh, Ricky Stewart. Interesting. Okay, I, just, so- I, I don't know why. It's just this homegrown courtside throwing plastic chairs when you're angry thing just – it irks me. I know people uh, People would say Bellamy because he's angry, but I'd, I'd like Bellamy to coach the dogs. Well, no, Bellamy was the choice, most popular choice to be the coach they want. 58% would la- love Bellamy as their coach. Can I guess who number one is yeah, for sure. least like? Cleary? No, Cleary was close at 14%, but it was split between Mary, 15%, and Wayne Bennett, 15%. <laughs> so, you know, that's what kind of interesting, is wow. it, that Bennett's as high as that? How, how the mighty have fallen, right? Should the bunker rule on forward passes? This is... Oh, that is a tough question because part of me wants everything to be called right and part of me goes, if we start stopping the game for forward passes as well, we're in a, a KFC chicken nightmare of just nothing but KFC replay commercial. Okay, I understand you can sit on the fence, but give me an answer. Nah, no, they shouldn't. Okay, 71% of the people disagree with you. Yet again, oh, showing that you are not a man of the people. Now, really? Uh, negative headlines, and let's face it, we had the summer from hell. We've had all sorts of issues during the season. Do negative headlines turn you off watching the NRL? <laughs> what a dumb question. Of course it doesn't. If anything, it makes me tune in. Finally, 73% of the people uh, agree with you. My people. <laughs> and now probably one of the most important issues for any rugby league fan yep. is who is your favourite play-by-play caller of rugby league radio or television? This Can I choose two? Because I think it's a tied race here. I think it's uh, a tie between, wow, Anthony Maroon and goodbye, Dan Ganane. I think that's your two winners. Yes, the poll absolutely agrees with yes! that. As you would. And in a few weeks, we will do our year in view as well. So stick around to the Weekend Legends for that. But up next, our second seven tackle set. If you've been paying attention to sport this week, and if Ooh. you want to win a Sherlock Wheelbarrow and a $100 Bunnings voucher, call now. one triple three five three. We'll play that next. It's the radio equivalent of chowing down on a bacon and egg roll at your kids' under six soccer. Triple ah. Weekend Legends. With Chris and Rose, and something that's just come in, some breaking news out of the game last night, Chris. Yes, Lachlan, Gerald Rio Hargraves from the Sydney Roosters has been charged with a grade one trip. Who knew there were various grades of tripping, Rose? I didn't didn't even know tripping was illegal. (laughs) If he pleads guilty, he will miss the preliminary final, so he has to contest it. Yikes. Do you think he'll get past it? Ah, Gee, I think it's not looking too good. It is the Weekend Legends on Triple M, and let's play this. Pressure. The Under Pressure Test. That's right, Bowie. It's the seven tackle set. If you get the last question of these seven correct, you win the prize. You've got to make your way all the way through the seven tackle set. Let's get straight into it. Jay from Penrith. Jay, who's your favourite footy team? Unfortunately, it's the Warriors. Oh, the Warriors. Condolences, Jay. That's not one of the questions. That was just a tester. Here we go. You ready to play seven tackle set? Yep. Okay, here we go. First question for Jay. Hudson Young got an eight-week suspension this week in rugby league. We've talked about it on the show already. What was it for? Uh, for eye gouging. Oh, correct. That's one of the range of offences that Cameron Smith refers to as <laughs> rubbish on the face. Rubbish on the face. Question to Jay. The Boomers, the Australian basketball team, were eliminated in the World Cup last night. Who eliminated them? Um, I didn't actually see that. Oh. I'll go with... 
I'll say Canada. Oh, good guess. Sorry, Jay. That's not correct. Let's go to Chris in tune. Gabby, Chris, who were the Boomers beaten by in the Basketball World Cup last night? Spain. Oh, very good, Chris. Very good. Question three, Chris. The NRLW season kicks off today. Name one of the four teams involved. Uh, Canberra. No. I'm sorry, Chris. No, there's four teams. And the NRLW, let's go to Aaron in West Pennant Hills. Aaron, name one of the teams. Uh, the Roosters. Very good. Question three done for Aaron. Question four. Who did GWS, the AFL team, play tonight in their AFL final, Aaron? They play Brisbane. Oh, that's correct. 7.25 p.m. at the Gabba. Go the Giants. Very nice. That's four through. You pass halfway, mate. Here we go. Question five. Name the Australian UFC champion who's defending his title in Melbourne next month. Oh, UFC sport. I can't <laughs> do that. Is this Buzz Rothfield? <laughs> Sorry, Aaron, but I love the comeback. That's great. Let's go to Steve from Penrith. Steve, what is the name of the Australian UFC champion who's fighting in Melbourne next year, uh, next month? Well, um, I'll have a crack. Maybe um, Whitaker. Oh, yeah. That's very good. It's not Hudson Young, that's for sure. Robbie Whitaker. That's correct. We've got two left, mate. You could win this. Last night, here's a question about the Ashes from last night. Did David Warner score more or less than 10 runs? More. Oh, no. (laughs) Sorry, Steve. I thought that's the easiest question you've ever asked, Rose. Daniel from Canvas got an absolute tap in. Did David Warner score more or less than 10 runs last night? Less, mate. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) He's consistent, if not anything, mate. And here we go. The seventh question for you to win, Daniel. Here we go. What substance was allegedly found at Brookvale Oval? Uh, cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure half the team wishes, but no, sorry, Daniel. Look, Nathan, you can win it all right here with the last question. What substance was allegedly found at Brookvale Oval? Asbestos. Yes. Oh, asbestos for the win. Congratulations. Not chicken wire from the tunnel. Congratulations, Nathan. You've won yourself a Sherlock wheelbarrow and a $100 Bunnings voucher. For a wheelbarrow or cart that lasts longer, Sherlock available from Bunnings Warehouse. Congratulations. Sorry to all our other callers. We'll play again next week. Yes. Good effort. Stay on the line, Nathan. We'll get you your prizes. Big, big second hour on the Weekend Legends coming up. Stick around. The Weekend Legends on Triple M. You can do everything from home, listen to the Weekend Legends catch-up podcast, and get drinks for the big game. Order now and have them at your door before the final siren. Dan Murphy's delivery in two hours.